of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Both scripture readings for today concern healing. In the Acts of the Apostles, we heard about Peter healing Ananias of paralysis, and Tabitha, also known as Dorcas, is brought back to life. In the Gospel of St. John, we heard about the paralyzed man healed by our Lord after 38 years of paralysis. This Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Pascha, is named the Sunday of the Paralyzed Man in commemoration of this event, as reported by St. John in his Gospel. We heard in the Gospel reading that Jesus went up to Jerusalem to attend a feast in the temple. Now, close by to the temple, near the Sheep Gate, there was a pool called Bethesda, meaning House of Mercy. It was through the Sheep Gate that the sacrificial lambs for the temple were herded. And the pool of Bethesda, whose location has been verified in an archaeological dig, was used for preparing the sacrificial sheep. I have read two versions with regards to the use of the pool. One, it was used to wash the lambs in preparation for sacrifice. Or two, it was used to wash the entrails of the sacrificed lambs. So the pool has a connection to the temple sacrifices. In the five porticos on the, on the side of the pool, there were multitudes of sick people. They're all waiting for the water to be stirred up by the angel. Well, this would occur at a certain time of the year. Whoever was the fortunate person to be first to get into the water at that moment was healed. Archbishop Dimitri Royster, in his commentary on the Gospel of St. John, states, The Holy Fathers generally agree that the evangelist presents the whole incident as a type or figure of the restorative and healing powers of baptism. We also see this expressed in the church services for today. In Matins in Ode 1, of old an angel came down to the sheep's pool and healed one man every year. But now Christ does cleanse endless multitudes by divine baptism. Also in Matins Ode 2, Ode 4, an angel of the Lord at a certain season came down and troubled the water in the sheep's pool making whole one person only, but Christ saves endless multitudes by divine baptism. We see here that the church is understanding this incident as a prefiguring of baptism where souls are brought to life and sins cleansed. It is not the water of itself that heals, but it is through the activity of the angel that the healing is accomplished. So, it is with us that the water of baptism is simple water, which through the invocations made by the priests to God, receives the grace of the Holy Spirit to free us from spiritual disease. Excuse me. <coughs> disease. The paralyzed man has been like this for 38 years. Pastakira in Lord I Have Cried in Great Vespers had this to say about the situation the man finds himself in. The paralytic, who was like unto an unburied man, saw you and cried out, Have mercy on me, O Lord, 
for my bed is become my grave. Of what profit is my life? I have no need of the sheep's pool, for there is no one to put me in when the waters are troubled. That is a most powerful image, for he is like an unburied man. His bed is his grave, and the possibility of him getting to the pool for healing is negligible. Presumably, each year, he has been waiting for the moment when the water is disturbed in the sheep's pool, so that he might be first in the water and healed, even though the odds are against him. Not once has he been successful, for others more mobile were able to get into the pool first. Thirty-eight years is an awful long time to be waiting. But he kept waiting and trying and trusting in God. He never gave up or despaired. One day he will be healed. Let us put ourselves in his position. Would we honestly have the fortitude and perseverance to keep trying for 38 years? Would we waver in our fortitude, perseverance, and trust in God? We can learn much from the paralyzed man, the necessity for fortitude, perseverance, and trusting in God in our lives. He is asked by Jesus, do you want to be made well? In the services of the church for this day, the question asked by Jesus is this, and the Lord on seeing a man who had been there for many years, said unto him, Do you wish to be made whole? Now the use of the word whole gives a whole new perspective. As Western thinking people imbued with the scientific approach, with the emphasis on the medical model as getting well, we tend to use the word well within very narrow parameters. Whole. Not just physical, but the whole person, both body and soul. This fits in with how the church fathers view this narrative. For it is in holy baptism that we are healed and made whole. The paralytic replies, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. This is a cry from every person who finds themselves abandoned, disadvantaged, disconnected from all human help and community. I have no man. St. John Chrysostom comments on the man's reply to Jesus. He uttered no blasphemous word, nor such as we hear the many use in reverses. He cursed not his day, he was not angry at the question, nor did he say, Are you come to make a mock and jest of us, that you ask whether I desire to be made whole? But replied gently and with great mildness, Yes, Lord. Yet he knew not who it was that asked him, nor that he would heal him. But, he, but still he mildly relates all the circumstances 
and ask nothing further, as though he were asking, speaking to a physician, and desired merely to tell him the story of his sufferings. Perhaps he hoped that Christ might be so useful to him as to put him into the water and desired to attract him by these words. In great vespers at the entreaty, Jesus responds thus to the man's reply, I have no man. And straight away, taking compassion on him, the Savior said unto him, For you I became man, for you I am clothed in flesh, and you say, I have no man. Take up your bed and walk. For this reason, because you do not have a man, God has incarnated and become a man for your sake. He descended from his highest to heal you and save you. If you do not have a man, the Lord Jesus, the incarnated God, came from Capernaum, a three-day journey to Jerusalem, not only for the sake of the feast, but in order to heal you, because you do not have a man to help you. You are waiting for an angel to come down to trouble the water in order to be healed. But the Lord Jesus is the angel of great counsel, Isaiah 9.6, who heals you directly without a need to step down into the water of the pool. Standing before him and giving the command, rise, take up your bed and walk, is the man with a capital M. He does not realize that he is speaking to the one man who had the power to make the entire human race whole. The Lord did not ask the man, do you believe? For he did not require faith in him before the healing. Instead, Jesus witnessed the man's faith through his endurance and patience of 38 years of suffering and patiently waiting. He needed no greater proof of the man's faith than this. St. Bede interprets the Lord's meaning of his command, take up your bed and walk. The Lord taught mystically when he said, Rise, take up your bed and walk. Rise means shake off the sluggishness of the vices in which you have been ailing for a long time and rouse yourself to the practice of virtues by which you'll be eternally saved. Take up your pallet means lovingly carrying your neighbor, patiently tolerating his weaknesses, since he patiently up with you for a long time when you are still weighed down by the burden of temptations. Bear one another's burdens and thus you will fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians 6.2. Walk means love God with your whole heart, your whole soul and your whole strength. Mark 12.30 so that you may be worthy to reach the vision of him. Go forward by making daily strides 
of good works from virtue to virtue. Psalms 83.8 and 84.7. We read in the Vespers of the Sunday of the paralytic, O Lord, the paralytic was not healed by the pool, but your word renewed him, nor was he hindered by his infirmity of many years. Your voice was seen to be sharper than the infirmity. Wherefore, he cast down his heavy burden and carried the weight of his bed, a testimony to the abundance of your compassion, glory to you. May we all reflect over this coming week on the healing of the my soul, which has been ailing, even as you did heal the paralytic afore me, that I may walk in your way, which you did show unto them that long for you. And Ode 5, even as you did raise up the paralytic, O Christ, do also do to you, do you make whole my soul, which is palsied by transgressions, and grant that I may fare well as I walk in your upright ways. Amen. Rejoice, life-giving cross, unconquerable trophy of the truth. Glory of martyrs to ornamental.